Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. Thanks for letting us come across your radios. 2022. I'm still messed up with 2022, Stephanie Wesco. I, man, the years lot, just fly a by. Lot of That's a lot of twos going on right there. It's three out of four, you know, <laughs> and I want more. No, I don't want more. Slow it down. Slow it down. <laughs> Though I wouldn't mind a shout and a Trump coming back in 2022. And if it doesn't, I wouldn't mind a Trump coming back in 24. I was going to say, yeah. if, if there's not a shot in the Trump in 22, maybe we can get another kind of Trump rearing, rearing its loud, booming um, voice in 22. Or 24, yeah. Uh, and in 24, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, folks, uh, again, just to have this opportunity to look at God's Word. We've been looking at this Hebrew poetry. And the thing about Hebrew poetry is it always kind of gives you a couple alternatives. You know, uh, you can do this or you can do this. You can be right with God or you can be wrong with God. Sometimes it's in the same verse as what we're seeing a lot of here in chapter number 10. But there's always these alternatives. And, and you know, I was thinking, Stephanie, that life is just filled with alternatives. Yeah. And, and life was just filled with opportunities to serve God. And life is just filled with those types of things that, you know, that we get to do for God. And, and, you know, we're not doing this so we can brag, boy, we did this for God. We're doing this because it brings honor and glory to God with our lives. And what better things to do with our lives than to bring honor and glory to God. And through that, he allows us some real cool things in our lives. So I'm pretty thankful for that. Uh, but anyway, it's that time where we do our, our knucklehead, you might be a knucklehead if, and we do it for a couple reasons, uh, so that we can see what a knucklehead looks like and so we're not a knucklehead. So, Stephanie, it's on you today. You might be a knucklehead if. Well, you might be a knucklehead if you um, tell people or say about people suffering with PTSD that they're just faking it. Yeah. And there are fakers out there, okay? There are people who... Yeah love to play PTSD as their woe is me card to get attention. Okay. Those people do exist. I've worked with them, but I have also dealt with people who, yes, they're dramatic. Yes. Part of you wants to just slap them because it's like, come on, grow up, but they do have PTSD. And so having the love of Christ to work with those people can, (laughs) it's God that has to do the work because they do stretch you, but don't ever tell someone dealing with PTSD oh, you're just making this up. This is just in your head. You're just trying to get attention. Don't ever say that to someone. I mean, you could throw them over the edge and they could end up committing suicide over something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think somebody that would say that, you know, they they need to, you know, educate themselves on what what PTSD looks like. Right. And, you know, I I think we need to better understand maybe that's why a lot of people are listening to us today. You know, there's there's a whole group of people out there trying to educate, 
you know, ourselves. And I'm just, I'm trying to learn, you know, just cause we suffer from PTSD. We're not immune from uh, being knuckleheads though. We're much yeah. less likely, you know, those who listen to this podcast, probably the propensity of being a knucklehead I'd say is 1% now where the average population is 50% at any given time. I think, I think we've lowered that number greatly. And uh, just by listening to this and talking about what a knucklehead does or say, you know, does or says, and uh, what not to say or do with people with PTSD puts us in a position where we're not being a knucklehead very often. I don't know. <laughs> when was the last time you were a knucklehead, Stephanie? Can you figure that out? Probably yesterday. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm far from perfect. That's for sure. So I got mad. So I ordered flowers for people I love and friends and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes. I got flowers from you yesterday. Yeah. And then, encouragement i needed it it was like wow well debbie and i are about the encouragement side and but one of the flowers so you know out of the out of everything i sent the worst situation came to debbie <laughs> and they messed them all up and i i gotta tell you i talked to that person you know and, and they were on the phone and they were i don't know maybe india maybe malaysia i don't know and i was so angry that I, I wish I could call back and get that woman and apologize to her. I mean, I wasn't swearing at her. I wasn't, but my tone was not godly. And I look mm. back at that. So I was a knucklehead yesterday and I, and I can't be that way, you know, and they, they tried to fix it. They brought this. So I, it's a sleigh with a plant in it, you know, with a tree in it, Christmas tree sleigh with made out of flowers and grains and ornaments and, you know, those types of things, pine cones and, and so they brought us one that was like four feet high and falling over. It wouldn't stay in there. It was all messed up because I ordered deluxe. So yesterday they bring us a two foot one to replace it with. That's like 50 bucks cheaper and they didn't give me any money back. So I'm going to do the call today and it's going to be much nicer. And I'm going to say, just give me my money. I'm not using you folks anymore. Thank you for trying to do this. I'll just go back to, you know, Costco and 1-800-GET-FLOWERS because those people are cooler. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> And uh, this company, they showed up on Consumer Reports as having the best rating. and Maybe they're just having a bad day. I don't know. Your flowers look nice. I wish there were a little more of them, but they look nice, and I like the vase that they brought. Uh, I'm glad you sent me a picture because some people just send, thank you, Doug, uh, Debbie. And, you know, I wish I would have. Uh, I wish other people would say, hey, they came out real good. You were real cool. Hey, these look real nice. And uh, that was cool. So, oh, I love them. It was a total surprise, and I don't get surprises like that. Um, yeah. Very of that. No, and they, they went perfect with my Christmas party last night. They added decor by the in a spot that needed something sitting there. And No, it was awesome. Now they're on my table. Cool. All right, here we are. We're in Proverbs 10, 29. I didn't say that for you to speak up. I probably would have preferred you didn't. But you know what? We're real here, man. <laughs> We're just real people, man. This is what we do. You know, we just we just put it out there, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is kind of the lives we live, you know. We, and when, when we talk, we, we just talk like this. There's no change going on. We don't even change our voices or anything. This is just us. Nope. This is just who we are, man. We're messed up people. Hey, I've gotten in trouble. I've been told so many times it shouldn't be who you are. You know, that's, that's part of, so anyway, I figure if I've already gone down to getting in trouble for being me. Exactly. I, I can't here? change, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to change. You know, I was at, in my doctor told me I, I went into my stomach doctor the other day. Unfortunately I had a colonoscopy, nothing good results. Uh, 
but uh, uh, you know, you have those once in a while when you get over forty or whatever. But uh, you know, you're what over forty. We didn't yeah, know that. I know. We're- really, I'm only seventeen. The ministry's been hard on me, <laughs> but <laughs> but the, but I remember that the doctor said to me. He said, he said, don't change, kiddo. Just stay just the way you are. Aww. That's what he told me when I left. I'm like, what do you mean, doctor? He said, man, just stay the way you are. He said, the Aww. world the world needs you. And that's adamantly opposed to what a lot of people, oh, Doug, you know, you're too outgoing. You talk to everybody. You make people laugh. You know, there's, there's, there's downers out there. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> there's negative juju going on out there. So I'm sitting in the doctor's office the other day, and they had a magazine out. So I held it upside down and made believe I was reading it. And it was sitting about 10 feet across from me was this 10-year-old boy. He kept pointing at the magazine, and his mom went, look. And, uh, he, you know, he's, he's got his bag. So I waved over at him, and I said, I smiled at him. And he finally pushed her a few times and said, look. He's got that Sports Illustrated upside down. Well, I had done it on purpose. I was hoping to get more notice out of it. But at least I made the kids day. You did, and I bet he went home and talked about you, and like that guy was a nut. Yeah, 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 yeah. And anyway, <laughs> people at the desk laughed too. They were picking up on what was going on. So here we are. We're in Proverbs ten. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of inequity. Wow, the way of the Lord is strength. I mean, right away is strength, the way of the Lord. That's where strength comes from. You want to be strong, go the way of the Lord. You want to do those things. And and again here, two different polar opposites, Stephanie. I mean, you're looking at this verse and what are you thinking? Well, I think there's a, again, I think there's such a beautiful thing that God says, if you follow his way, you're going to have strength. It's going to, I think of the, the song we sing, great is thy faithfulness. It's one of our favorite songs, but, one phrase in that line is strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. And that idea that our, our physical, our emotional, our spiritual, our mental, they all intertwine. They're not independent of each other. And the idea that following God's ways, following his paths, following his precepts, it will give you strength. God will put his hand of blessing on those who are following principles of his word. And in his grace and mercy, he even blesses those who perhaps don't even know him yet as their Lord and Savior, where they haven't accepted his gift of salvation. And yet maybe they they have a fear of him. They follow, I think of a lot of our forefathers of our country that were not saved individuals, but they had a fear of God. Yeah, And they followed the ways of God. They followed so many principles of his word and the strength and the wisdom that God poured out on them in miraculous ways as they formed our nation. And then we look at the workers of iniquity. Yeah. And God says, it makes it so clear here that the alternative is destruction. And so we see just, again, this contrast that God gives us of strength versus weakness and it all has to do with what you're following the precept the principles the precepts are you following those from satan um, who is the father of lies the father of deception the father of destruction are you following the ways of god who gives hope joy strength and it's just again this black and white contrast god gives us here and lays it out so plain and simple that a child can understand it yeah yeah again a choice yeah. Again, and, and this choice is huge. 
Yeah. You know, people are always looking for strength in their own power. We live in society where people are, you know, trying to do things at their own strength, trying to get credit for things. You know, there's there's awards that'll go on here. And uh, I live in Greenville County, South Carolina. And, you know, over the next two or three weeks, I've even got invitations from the Christian Businessman Club, from the, you know, the Business Association, from a news network where they're giving away awards to people for doing things. And being strong within the community and stuff like that. And I hope some of them have got their strength from the Lord, but we live in a society where society wants us to be strong. They want us to be able to look at ourselves and feel good when we look in the mirror. They want us to, you know, do these things, to say things to ourselves. I, I mean, I, you, you even hear it in Christian circles where some knucklehead will, you know, tell a lady who's been raped, just go tell a blank chair you forgive them or, or just yell at that blank chair for two hours or, and then tell yourself you're stronger than that. Wake up every morning. I knew this lady who had a quote card that she carried. She had been abused as a child, physically abused, and she would carry this quote card this this guy gave her I'm bigger than this I'm this I'm that and I knew a guy one time who carried around six pages of quotes that he would read as he drove down the road real big three by five cards and he'd flip through the pages and would talk about how strong and it had all the things he had done that were right in his life you know I learned how to ride a bike at five years old without training wheels I mean it was stuff like that but that's what the world does the world wants to capitalize on our strengths on what we can do and people have been through terrible things and people have been through unmentionable things and they do show incredible strength but that strength that's incredible that strength that's inexplicable that strength that takes us to the next level I'm telling you that kind of strength and you know what I'm talking about that unexplainable you know it's unexplicable I I mean that alone comes from God Stephanie that the ability to wake up the day after your husband's murdered and moderate and, 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 and be able to get your kids out of a third world country and get them out of the English speaking side to the French speaking side that has some level of safeness and, and government rule. And I mean, those kind of strengths, those strengths that when you're, you're in battle and your best friend dies, I mean, that's not something you can read three by five cards and get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I've had, I've had so many people say to me, you're such a strong woman. And I want to laugh because it's like, uh, no, I'm the woman that would love to crawl in bed and cry a lot of days. But God comes through every single day. And when I look back over everything, everything that was even happening still three years ago, right now, um, because life didn't just become peaches after Charles Memorial service was over. And um, when I think back to where I was three years ago, all I see is God's strength coming through because that's the only reason we are here today. That's the only reason I'm on this podcast Yeah, is because who God is and because his strength is made perfect yeah. in our weakness. Yeah. And to, to understand that a part of the way of the Lord that's this this term that's thrown out in this verse that is so big, it's so much bigger, um, especially as you get older. But understanding the way of the Lord sometimes goes through valleys. Yeah. But that's how he gives us his strength. That's how we see his strength become real, because that's the only time I think that we will ever understand how strong he is, is yeah. when we're in the valley and our weakness is so overwhelming we can't even walk. Yeah. But we walk because it's God doing it. 
Yeah, what's that, that old song Tony Green used to sing? I can't even, I can't even breathe yeah. without you holding my yeah. hand. And yeah. uh, I, I got to tell you, folks, you know, the, the way of the Lord is the strength to the upright. And how do I become upright? Well, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but then I have to follow those precepts. And, uh, you know, in the Old Testament times, I know many of you are saying, well, Doug, you're not a scholar. You got this doctorate in theology. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, we used to look forward to the promises. We used to use the sacrifices. The way rules were written out in that dispensation were followed. But God's covered that dispensation in our lives. You know, we're kind of like scapegoats. I was studying the Bible the other day where they would take two Bible, two goats as sacrifices, and they would make one and they would make it the sacrifice. They, they, you know, they would kill this and turn it into the sacrifice, the meat and all that. And they would let one goat go in the wilderness and they called it the scapegoat. And that scapegoat was free from having to be part of the death part of that sacrifice. It was still part of the sacrifice, knowing that God was going to take care of that goat. And uh, can I tell you something, friends? I'm a scapegoat. I should be involved in some type of sacrifice, but Christ did that for me. And uh, Christ can do that for you in the, in the way of that is being upright. And, uh, but destruction is going to come to those workers of inequity. And, and what Stephanie was saying is, you know, people say how strong she is. And she is strong. She's, she's a great lady. She's a great cook, great person, great mom, all that stuff. Um, and I'm not just saying that to build her up. She's a pretty great troop. I like her. And she's my friend. But I think that we got to remember that Stephanie's strength is not from man. Stephanie's strength is not from something I say about her or something that she says about herself. Stephanie's strength is because yeah. she's upright <laughs> with God. Yeah, there's, there's no strength in any of us. Uh, you know, no matter how cool Stephanie is, no matter how good her uh, Starbucks make-believe uh, pumpkin rolls Muffin. are. Muffins. Yeah. <laughs> Muffin woman. I mean, she can cook some muffins. I, I'm figuring out, I've got to figure out a way where Debbie and I can get out there in January and there's going to be a muffin cook going on there, man. I'm just telling you right now. And, and, uh, and Hudson's not going to eat them all or Emmy's not going to get the last one. I watched Emmy cut in front of me last time and eat. And you can't say no to Emmy. And I'm like, Emmy, can I have a bite? She's like, mm -mm. <laughs> she does not share her food. I'm just going to be upright with you right now. And then, so then Very we could, important to her. now, and she doesn't like people touching stuff. Now she could touch yours, but you can't touch her food. Touch her. That's now, right. That, that's right. That's who Emmy <laughs> is. And then it says the righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. And, uh, again, man, <laughs> two choices here, folks. Where does your righteousness yeah. come from? God accepting him, accepting his plan, following his precepts, trusting him, knowing what's going on. Uh, and, and, you know, there's coming a time where we're all going to be coming out of the new Jerusalem. We're all going to be on earth. That's going to be a good time, Stephanie. You know, we're going to be living a different life. It'll be all, it'll be cool if we all get to live together in the same neighborhood or same, whatever we all get to know all the podcasters, you know, we can run <laughs> into each other out there and, you know, we're going to have these perfect bodies and minds and, you know, our knuckleheaded friends and stuff are going to be cool. You know, they're going to be like, wow, isn't it great we're here. This is one, I got a cool horse, man. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But, uh, uh the righteous, we're not going to be removed. We're going to be serving on this earth. It's, it's not going away. God decides when those things happen, but the wicked will not inherit that. They'll not be part of that. And so again, Stephanie, here we are two sides of these things. And, but I want to look at the bad side here. 
and I know last time I ended looking at the good side. I want to look at the wicked side. What constitutes, in your mind, Stephanie, I always ask you these tough questions, what constitutes wicked in this respect? Well, I think um, <laughs> I think there's a huge sense in which God has his hand of blessing and protection on someone who is following his ways. Yeah. And that idea that if you're laying up treasures in heaven, they're never going to be moved. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to um, ever be changed. And when we look at, I think of, you know, this, this, this verse, I think can include right now, but we are in, in an age when the prince of the power of the air is the devil. And, um, but to understand that ultimately this is our father's world and his children. And he is giving us an inheritance that is incorruptible, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven. And I think of the new heaven and the new earth. We'll never be moved. Yeah. We get to live with Jesus forever. Um, our treasures are laid up in places that no wicked worker of iniquity can touch. And to live that kind of life and to understand that, again, God has his hand on the, on the righteous in a way that the wicked can't comprehend. And so, you know, these are these are facts, I think, that God gives us. And it's because it's very easy for us to look at the world now and get very discouraged. And so focusing on these verses that God is with us. These are facts. The righteous shall never be moved. The way of the Lord is strength. The mouth of the just does bring forth wisdom. These are all facts in these verses that are unchanging. And so understanding that we can trust these promises, we can trust the alternatives, that God will keep his promises for the wicked as well, for the fools, for the scorners. And that gives us a confidence, and it should cause us to want to live a life that is full of these facts, because that's that's where real hope lies. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's where it's at. You know, uh, a wicked person doesn't believe or doesn't follow the precepts of God, a wicked person. I mean, exactly what Stephanie said. We should want to follow them. That should be, that should be who we are. They need to be part of what we are. So yeah, yeah that's our defining list. That, there it is. You know, so we started this one with, again, the way of the Lord is strength to the upright. So we want to be upright. The way of his way is strength, but destructions come to those workers of inequity. And again, I'm giving you the Doug version. I'm just remembering. I didn't keep a bunch of notes here. And we just wrapped up with this verse that the righteous will never be removed. You know, God controls us. God's in control. God chooses those types of things and, and what goes on with us. And I'm so happy about that. And the wicked yeah. will not inherit the earth. So, so friends, it's so important that you listen to every word brother Eric's got to say, it's so important that uh, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and say, I know some of you listen and go, man, I hear this every day. Good. They're the words of life, the wonderful words of life. And, um, uh, I, I think it's so important that you know, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. nothing more important on this earth. And, uh, Accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. And then, folks, if we can do anything to help you, go out there to help the wounded spirits. Drop us a note, and we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can. We sure do love you, folks. May God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner. 
for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.